And we are live. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Degenerates Not Your Mom's podcast. Um, I'm Legina. My name's Yusef. So, yeah, today <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go straight to the point because I just wanted to talk real quick for, I mean, kind of like an intro, I guess, but again, about another movie I saw. <laughs> but so this month is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, April is. And I just recently watched a movie called A Promising Young Woman. And it is a Black comedy thriller. Um, Carrie Mulligan, Bo Burnham, there's like a lot of good actors are in it. And it's about um, a lady that lives a double life and seeks revenge for something that happened in her when she was in university, when she was in med school. And it just shows a lot. It made me very uncomfortable mm. watching it. So it is, it's a fun movie though. It's very well made, very pretty. Like I think the director maybe got inspiration from Wes Anderson movies. Everything was very symmetrical and colorful, but it was very dark. So that kind of like contrast, put a contrast on that, I guess. Um, but it shows like these, the uncomfortable parts of like what the society hushes, like about how men kind of prey on drunk girls at bars and how like frat guys, like when you're in college, a lot of shit happens and girls come, you know, forward and say they were assaulted and then it doesn't get, you know, um, kind of people brush it off or say like, oh, you were just being a hoe, you were just being drunk. And it addresses that in detail because you see the actors like acting it out and, I've seen way too, working at a bar, both of us, like, yeah. I feel like I've seen way too many people preying on drunk women that, like, can't walk or, oh, you know, are yeah. like, yeah, like, um, like you know this girl is blackout and you see guys trying to take her home. Like, oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, you know, sure. that, you yeah. know, you see a lot of that shit in real life. And these guys are always like, oh, I'm a nice guy. I was just trying to help her or whatever it is. And you know, it's, that's why it's uncomfortable. I feel like, because this is, these are like people, you know, who I know <laughs> that do that. Definitely. Yeah. And that movie definitely made me uncomfortable. I just wanted to address that. And I, like, I would love to hear what people have to say about that. You know, it's like great movie. For um, sure. Yeah. And, and on that note on drunk people. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah drunk people. <laughs> no, like <laughs> speaking about, Oh, by the way, um, how are you doing? <laughs> oh yeah oh, no rambling on <laughs> yeah no i'm good i'm good you know uh week was good by the way cheers 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 hell cheers. yeah what you drinking there uh i just got a white claw here um mm. it's 12 a.m on a saturday so i was like okay this will be like my little brunch my little brunch yeah. conversation today <laughs> yeah I, yeah I yeah me too like i didn't have breakfast i literally <laughs> had a uh this can of uh, Belgian white beer. And then before this Heineken. <laughs> so uh, uh -huh. yeah, um, no, but I've been doing very well. This week uh, was a busy, busy week, you know, as far as work is concerned, you know, mm -hmm. as you know, Legina, I work for a bank. So it's been very busy lately. We, my company specializes in, in auto finance. So people who want to buy cars and you know what, these days, a lot of people are buying cars. So it's been really busy. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy. It's it. Mm -hmm. just for the record I, I don't like my job it's just what i do to get money but uh it's just really yeah it's been busy but other than that it's great you know working on the podcast mm -hmm. is always a, a thing that like helps me like deal with my week or knowing that i have that going on is great and uh, oh same right. thing with my bands uh mm -hmm. my two bands and my writing so as long as i keep doing that i am feeling better about my job and just doing what mm -hmm. i have to do in order to be able to do things like this and, and stuff like that so right I, I have a question. Did, yeah. did you feel that way when you worked in bars too? Like, I hate my job, but I'm doing it for the money or, and then you have your other, you know, you always had your bands. You always, you know, looked right and all of that. You know, yeah, that's a very good question. Yeah, it's a really good question because I was thinking about that as well. I was like, all right, I, I fucking hate my job right now. When I worked in the restaurant industry, I remember also me telling you probably how I fucking hated the restaurants I was working at. But uh, at the same time, uh -huh. no, I will say this. So when you work mm -hmm. in a restaurant or you work at a bar, yeah. you are in contact with a lot of people who 
who all are also trying to do the same thing you're doing. A lot of people mm -hmm. are writers, actors, musicians. Mm -hmm. So you're all in this, you know, whoever you meet, you kind of like can probably talk with them about this stuff and they will, they will vibe with you about that. They, they will mm -hmm. get you where I work. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where I work. And, and plus you're in New York city. So it's the city mm -hmm. of, 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 of musicians and artists and just artists oh, yeah. in general Definitely. here where I am in the suburbs of DC um it's a different case like i work with people who are like career minded who want to who want to get to like managerial director positions mm -hmm. who are all about that and it's rare white picket fence people yeah white picket, want, want white, white picket yes. fence um <laughs> or the the nice car and the nice mm -hmm. you know like house not that like no one wants mm -hmm. a nice house a nice car but like that's right, right. you know if i talk to somebody the vast majority mm -hmm. of people uh, will not agree or will not really resonate with my, oh, I want to be in a band and I want to tour and mm -hmm. I want to be a writer. Um, they'll be like, oh, that, that's nice. All right. So, uh, you know, they'll, they'll, so that's, that's, the, that's the difference. Um, I will say though, that like, it, it, it got hard when I was in the bars, working in the bars, mm -hmm. um, you know, and living in New York, it's just hard to make ends meet. So, um, it was a different type of hard, but mm. now, you know, it's just like, wow, I really feel more like a fish out of water here. Mm. Quite honest. When I go, I put on my, my suit, my shirt, I go into like uh, work right. for work purposes. Mm. I feel like I'm, this is clearly just a mask. This is clearly with, mm. you know, and, and don't get me wrong. Right, right. You're in a restaurant industry. You have to put a mask on when you deal with customers. All right. <laughs> right well true true yeah. some for me at least it was like mm -hmm. all right yeah i'm doing great how are you ah. but oh, then yeah, yeah. it's kind of like when you're done you turn to your colleagues and you're like man this motherfucker this this you know whatever oh, yeah definitely. and then you talk <laughs> and you get drunk afterwards right it's just different so yeah, yeah. i will say no, it's the same true. legina but it's mm -hmm. different sorry i went on a tangent there but no 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 yeah. um no i was just curious because like for me i do love bartending like i do probably like not my whole life I, I I don't know if I want to do this my whole life but I would love to open a bar later on I would love to keep making like bar programs at the cocktails like I feel like it kind of goes um hand in hand not hand in hand but it's very similar to the marketing which I used to do mm. in a way where you're trying to figure out the best drinks for your clientele like there's a lot of thought going thought process going into that and when you're making cocktails so I really like enjoy doing that and being a bartender in New York City is great because you have so much power because I feel like bartenders in a way have more power than managers sometimes mm. you know oh yeah we are we have the alcohol we're we have the a lot of the times cash registers in the bar like we're we have a lot of responsibilities in doing things yeah you also and, have the uh mm -hmm. the clientele who come there to see you Oh, right. Yeah. We have our regulars. We have, you know, you meet a lot of new people in fun ways and stuff. So I do really enjoy being in the service industry, which is like not surprising now that I think about it, because when I was in university and I was studying business, by the way, mm. um, I wanted to work in a bar so bad in Korea and in Korea, by the way, when I was younger at that age, bartending wasn't really a thing. So it was more like, oh, well, you work in a bar, you work it was kind of considered like prostitution <laughs> like <laughs> oh you're working in a place giving liquor to men you know kind of thing but yeah. I remember wanting to kind of be a bartender and then I yeah anyways <laughs> that no, was slightly I, off topic but mm -hmm. no I, I know what you mean because like you know my family is from uh Morocco my dad at least and um mm -hmm. uh it's not viewed bars are not viewed well and people who go mm -hmm. to bars are not viewed well and if you go to a bar, you don't say, oh, I'm going to go to a bar. If you go to a bar, your family and most mm -hmm. of your friends, unless if they're like bar, you know, goers like you, they're going to be like, mm -hmm. oh, OK, well, mm, you know, that's yeah, like yeah, not good. Yeah. You know, so I, I believe now it's changed a lot. But uh, yeah, I like that was how it was viewed in Korea when I was younger, especially like um, middle school, high school. I went I went to, in a small town. So mm -hmm. more so it was like that. But then. Now I, I think there are a lot more bars and stuff like that. But anyways, um, yeah, and I remember I worked like my first part-time job in the service industry was in an Outback Steakhouse in Korea. 
Really? They have of those yeah. there? <laughs> yeah, it's a big thing. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, and um, it, overall, like, that place was also... This is funny because even in Korea, service industry is, like, a very toxic work environment, I feel like, just in where everyone is hooking up with each other, everyone is more open-minded than, of course, like, people that are working in, you know, just companies or firms with suits. Right. And same goes for here. And if New York City, it's like the craziest thing ever, you know? No, absolutely. And like, I mean, we were talking earlier this week and you were saying how, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously uh, post lockdown, everyone's come out, right? Everyone's come out. Everyone is going back to bars and restaurants. Mm -hmm. And you were telling me how people like just are really like acting really badly, like not badly, but like um, they don't know how to act. Well, I think one, we all forgot how to act in restaurants or bars since the pandemic or since we were like in our houses for a year. Um, Well, it's actually half half. Half of the people are just thankful they can be out and they're like tip better than before. And people are like, oh, my God, thank you. And they're like, nice. Half the people are just like, like they don't know what's happening in this world. They act like like they come to the bar and they're like, oh, my God, why is the bar closed? (gasps) and I'm just like um COVID because of COVID (laughs) been closed for a year like where where has this guy been living for the past year I don't know Florida yeah Yeah, probably (laughs) (laughs) and like it's so crazy it's so bizarre and I've like been at other restaurants and I'm sitting there at a table and this guy like walks in he's like can I sit at the bar and this the the host was like oh well we have the tables right next to it so they set up tables like right next to the bar so it kind of feels like you're sitting at a bar which is great you know yeah. and he was like no like the bar and he was like no, well you can sit at the table and he was just like oh never mind and he like leaves and I'm just like <laughs> and I looked at the host and he looked at me and we're both like what what and like what happened yeah like why is this guy just like Oh yeah, good luck on trying to find a place to sit at a bar. And he just like left, like, I'll go to a different bar that lets me sit at the bar. I was like, there's no place like that right now. Yeah, it, it's weird. <laughs> I mean, where I live right here in Virginia, um, mm. as far as I know, I haven't been to a bar here in a while, but you can mm. sit at the bar. You can't sit at the bar. You can yet, either right? yeah. do what you said. There's a table mm. by the bar, you can go there. Mm. Um or there's just no sitting at the bar. Now in Maryland, I have sat at the bar. Like I, oh no, I have not sat at the bar, but I've seen people sit at the bar. Like mm-hmm. I've once uh, for my job, just went in grab a quick bite at this uh, bar. And I saw people sitting at the bar and I was like, oh, well, those guys, you know, but it's true here. It's like uh, fully open almost, mm-hmm. I think in Maryland. Oh yeah. I think uh, was Pennsylvania like that. It was either Pennsylvania or New Jersey, some places, Atlantic City, some I've oh, sat yeah. at a bar, I think, but that was a while ago. Why was that open a while ago? Okay, I don't even know. But yeah. and also, this is very confusing because every state has different laws, and I think that's kind of stupid. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Like I was talking to my cousin. Pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to my cousin Lisa, who lives in Miami, who you've met, and uh, she's like, "I'm supposed to go there in like two weeks," and she was like. Yeah, no one here wears masks. No one, no one wears masks. Oh, yeah. No one gives a crap. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god! Like, I don't have the vaccine yet. If I get if I get COVID, it's gonna be there. I am going to like literally the 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 state of COVID. <laughs> Not vaccinated in a plane, like, Legina. This might be one of last two podcasts that we do. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Wear a mask, Yusuf. You wear a mask. Oh, I'm getting the it, best mask ever. Like the, the expensive one, like the $30 one that like oh filters out like oxygen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the yeah, double get, like filter thing. I'm getting that one. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, God. So, hmm. Yeah. Sorry, but, uh, I'm like blinking out <laughs> for a quick um, second. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, masks, it, it, I'm just thinking about vacations and like. Yeah, masks. no, it is. It is a, a interesting thing. Um, mm-hmm. it, I at this point, I really think no one knows what's going on, what's happening, uh, as far as like rules and like. Uh, well, first mm-hmm. of all, vaccine. You know, a lot of people are getting it and uh, people are going out, so uh, mm-hmm. it still doesn't mean you can't 
you can't um, pass it along to someone who doesn't have it. Yeah. yeah Anyways, yeah. no more COVID talk. You know. Oh yeah, let's not. Um, but anymore. let's talk about this. <laughs> you and I, as oh. our listeners know, if you are just joining us, welcome. But we both used to work in bars. Uh, as you know, restaurant culture is ripe. Ripe is that the word? Ripe with uh, a hookup <laughs> culture, right? Ripe is ripe. not the word. <laughs> ripe, right? Is uh, restaurant culture is <laughs> is overall a huge cesspool of hooking up with each other. Yeah, it, it's it's a hooking up <laughs> place. Not only yeah. do you work there, but it's also a place where most likely you will be hooking up with whoever it is that you're working with. <laughs> I think, yeah, and then you hear, wait, you know, like you hear way too much about each other's sex lives. Even if you're not hooking up with someone, you know everything about this person's sex life that you're working with. And yeah. it's like kind of crazy because like you work somewhere and you're like the best of friends with someone and you know everything about the guy, he or she or the girl they're hooking up with. And, and then you quit and then you never hear from them again. <laughs> sometimes and that's like sad and which okay which I am thankful because I got you out of that place that we were working I feel like every place I work I get like one good friend out of the places I work which is weird because you work with like 20 30 right now the place I work has like 100 people working oh wow yeah so, yeah it's a huge restaurant but... yeah no I agree I agree for all the restaurants I've I've worked at I have kept in contact you're right, with one or two mm -hmm. people from that mm -hmm. restaurant. Um, and um, I mean, I guess, you know, it's 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 both sides. You both have to want to keep in contact because oh. whenever you go, you're going to meet other people and you're going to get oh, yeah. wrapped up. And, um, you know, yeah, I was surprised, actually, because mm -hmm. I was like, oh, Legina's gone. She's she's like <laughs> she's working at these crazy ass bars, living the life. You know, she's not going to. She's she's too busy. For, well, for... by the way, Yusuf quit first, the place we were working. And it oh, was yeah. like, <laughs> it was about the time where we were both like at the, it was like, we we're both like done with the place pretty much. And then after he quit, my I like couldn't stand it. And I was like, you know what? Like the one friend I had that I could like rant, I could come into work and be like, the fuck is this bullshit <laughs> this person was gone i just go into work being miserable by myself so i was just like okay this is <laughs> working out <laughs> yeah it's so. so funny man um i remember the first day that you were live working you were were you were wearing like black leather pants oh my god and then god. you were had hoop earrings and and you and you were wearing heels and then yo okay no one <laughs> fucking told me i was gonna work a full ship that day they were like and no one told me to wear any like they didn't even give me anything information it was just like <laughs> yeah come in to sign some papers like we hired you uh you can like stay for maybe like two or three hours and i was like okay i don't know about and also i don't know i should have asked maybe but i just yeah i was like oh so i'm not working maybe they'll just like sit me down and give me you know the menu and teach me about some stuff, you know, like a really quick training session. No, I was like in for a full shift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Cause like the rest of yeah. us, we're all like, who the hell is this girl? Like <laughs> she's wearing black leather pants. She's wearing black high heels, hoop God. earrings. She's all done up. The rest of us were wearing like gray ass, regular shirts, Converse and like regular pants <laughs> and like uh we're like wow <laughs> but uh it makes sense happening. now like but it makes yeah. sense that place would always throw you a curveball like that oh yeah come in for like a training or not even the, like whatever you won't be working no you will be working what probably happened like... what probably happened is we uh, were short at the bar so then uh... they, they were like do you want to work today <laughs> Yeah, you know they were I mean? probably like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. let's just call her in for like food training. And then it was just like, you know what, work for us, please. <laughs> yeah, like work now. Also, that was like the worst place because everyone fucking called off like crazy. And I could never understand yeah. that. So that's a huge thing. I think that right now, the place I work, I really enjoy working because we have a very tight bar team. And oh, by the way, I made all the new cocktails. Well, we made all the new cocktails 
for the spring summer season in my new place. So if anyone nice. is in New York City, please stop by, um, DM me, and then I will <laughs> tell you <laughs> the name of the restaurant because I do not want to, you know, say it publicly. <laughs> yeah yeah no but, so wait wait so you worked on these uh -huh. cocktails so you are the cocktail you made all the cocktails right yeah so the bar team we all have been there for at least two years and we're a very tight team which was what i was going to say was that we would never just call out because we know that our bar team our friends are going to suffer so we had respect for each other in that way where like if we did really need a day off or something i would personally text all the bartenders first and be like oh my god I'm so sorry like I might not be able to come in like tomorrow or the next day or you know other unless I'm like really sick you know there would be no surprise call outs for you know from mm -hmm. anyone in mm -hmm. our bar yeah and we're all kind of workaholics and <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's like I really enjoy working there as a tight team and before when I started working it, it was like a crazy environment we had so many bartenders and everyone hated each other so imagine that environment where it's like oh this guy's on the service bar so in a bar there's a service bar where one person or two only make drinks for the people sitting down you know like for the rest of the restaurant and then there are the bartenders that take care of the bar or the bar tables or you know the customer guests sitting at the bar and right. at that time like we had one person that only wanted to do service all the time. He was like hogging the service always. And we would be like, I don't want to talk to anyone. I just want to make this. So no one touched him and no one would even help him. <laughs> so mm. drinks would get really late for the whole restaurant because the restaurant is a huge restaurant with like 200, 300 people in the restaurant, you know, at some yeah. times. Yeah. And it was a crazy thing where I thought this bar was like so horrible. And I was like, wow, like, how, how is this bar running? And now we have a tight team of three, four bartenders and we manage that the whole restaurant, you know, the drinks for the whole restaurant, which is amazing. Mm. And it used to be, so, I mean, I guess since COVID we had to cut a lot of people and then the people that were left become, became a tight team. Yeah. But before that, well, actually, even now, I guess there's a lot of drama of course like any other restaurant there's always drama <laughs> and talking about drama i want to go back to actually to the hooking up with Our, colleagues oh, yeah, yeah. at the bar so mm -hmm. i mean um i personally you know uh haven't done so much of that just because i've always been in a committed relationship i've always been that kind of guy when i'm the kind of guy that when i tell boo. a girl boo i know <laughs> i yeah boo boo this guy living living in new york city as a bartender always in a committed relationship that was that's, me that's sad you yeah <laughs> it, it's it's so sad you know and then um but because i was in like in a long-term relationship six and a half years and after that i got into another one you know like the next day practically and um i know i knew it was going on and even i've had opportunities and i've just been like yeah you know, no, I'm in a relationship. You see, mm -hmm. but hey, that's the old me. That's the old me. The <laughs> new me is is no longer that um, guy. Uh, I hope. I mean, that's my goal. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, um, I don't know. I've I've always had good luck with mm -hmm. hostesses. Hostesses oh, have. Oh yes. Of yes. course. Dude, the hostesses, for some reason, well, they know how to choose them. They choose the nice, pretty-looking ones. And generally speaking, generally speaking, a lot of them are younger. And they're, like, you know, wide-eyed and bushy-tailed. And they're... Um, <laughs> they're <I'm> like... <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, like, um, I don't know. I mean, I think that, you know, me, I don't come across as too... Uh, at least when I was working, I wasn't like, mm. uh, like, oh, ram. Not creepy. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I totally am, but like, I keep it to myself. <laughs> but then it's kind of like, I'm not like overtly like trying to go after them. Mm. I think a lot of guys do, and girls too, whatever. Uh, oh, God. But then, so being a bar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, no. I was just going to say. So I used to, my two main uh, positions at a restaurant have been barista and bartender or bar back bartender and barista. So, right. you know, being We're the always 
behind the bar. Yeah, you were always, always behind like, the bar, mm-hmm. but also like in the coffee station, everybody mm-hmm. comes back and grabs coffee, and there I am, you know. So, mm-hmm. so it's like girls are there grabbing coffee. I'm just doing my thing, and um, they, um, you know, I just whatever for whatever reason, like um, sometimes um, they're like, oh, this guy's not um, trying to you know, not raping me with his eyes, even though inside I totally am, but, uh, I don't show it. Uh, but then anyways, it attracts them, uh, mm-hmm. or, or some shit, or I make them laugh or whatever. And then they're like, whatever. Right. But anyways, what were you going to say? Um, Ooh, totally forgot. Oh, I was going to say <laughs> being in the bar, being behind the bar, I work. So I think the bar and the hosts, hostesses or hosts, um, are usually the most like, you know, what do you call it? The people that hoe around the most, I would say, around the bar. Like, hmm? oh uh, no, the people. So I'm gonna, say, I'm saying, uh, the bartenders and the hostesses are usually the people that hoe around the most, right? Really? <laughs> oh, like- oh, yeah, the bartenders for sure. I mean, yeah, I think, so I think waiters too. Yeah, no, definitely servers too. But I think there's the a chefs, thing in the, the bar chefs where are fucking the chefs are the worst. <laughs> okay, no, the chefs are the creepiest. That doesn't mean they get the girls. You know, I know some chefs that do, but I think most of the time the chefs are the creepiest and they're like, ooh, like pretty, pretty lady. Like they're the kind of creepy ones that because also I I give them that they work in a whole guy environment. They don't know how to speak to girls. (laughs) They're cooped up in that fucking boiling kitchen with like 10 other guys every single day imagine that and so all they talk about is like fucking girls and probably oh this girl is pretty oh this new server oh this new blah 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 and a lot of the time the bar is more guys so you know the guys in the bar are the the ones that the server girls and the hostess are like oh my god did you see the new bartender oh this guy this that guy it always happens and then the guys are like oh the guys in the bar like we have the liquor hey you want a shot you know that's their thing the hostesses <laughs> are the ones that don't have uniforms and they get to wear the low-cut dresses they get the like, dresses they got their and hair pretty. done exactly and like i just have to look pretty hi can i just have some water you know to the bartenders all the time yeah and they're from out of town <laughs> they're new to the city and oh yada yada you innocent, give a shot or two girls that <laughs> The men prey on and with their consent. With it is a it is a hopefully, it, hopefully. It, of course, of course. Oh, I but mean, you know what? Yeah. You know what? Also, I've seen a lot of um foxy girls that know what foxy they're doing. That are, I, I don't not foxy. What do you call these? Um girls that like use their beauty to get oh. things they want. Um, oh, like, for sure. I know hostesses that prey on the rich guest space that Mm. we have you know and they would just look for like I knew a girl like she um would just look at the card that the guests have saying oh Mm. that guy has a black card you know (laughs) hi and then she would become friends with them exploit their money I don't know we were all like she's a sugar baby definitely I mean it's a lot of shit going on in New York City restaurants no no no. I I hear (laughs) you no, no, it's funny you say that because mm-hmm. I know I have a colleague who mm-hmm. uh, she met her husband. She used to work at a um, at a bank. She was a bank teller mm-hmm. and she met her husband who was trying to ask her out and stuff. But mm-hmm. she was like, no. But she told me, you know why I said, yeah, because I saw the balance in his bank account. Oh, wow. And I was like, you fucking whore. Of course. <laughs> no, no. I actually like this woman. She's a great person. Uh-huh. We're friends. Uh, but like, it's, 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 she was like, yeah, that's why I said, yeah, I just saw the, the bank account balance. Yeah, it's just a thing. Okay, this like goes with what I was talking about, that movie. It's just the uncomfortable truth that is everywhere, honestly. It's not just like men preying on women, but a lot of women prey on guys too, of course. Like it's a whole thing and it's even worse in the restaurant industry. I think that's why I like practically gave up on having a serious relationship. Like after also after being in that, in a very toxic relationship with my ex. I remember this. I remember you telling Mm -hmm. me this. And uh, I remember you saying how you could never be in a serious relationship and you could never 
take it seriously. However, you know, actually right now you Mm -hmm. are in a, in a great committed relationship. Which is very surprising. And it, it is crazy because at that point, like after my ex, I was more so like even before I met my ex, I didn't really have trust in men in general one like in human beings in general I would say (laughs) but I would see all this like all the things happening in my like friends love lives or I like I would say in most of the restaurants I work like half the people were married and half of them were hooking up with each other so I don't trust in like I don't get marriage either I'm just like why get married if like this is not really the love of your life that you are determined to you know like have a good life with like that if you're just gonna come out and get wasted and fuck other people like Mm -hmm. why get married in the first place but then I guess I got a little um cynical call it yeah cynical but also like just like desensitized about it so oh this guy's like hitting on me I was like yeah uh I'm married I didn't really care like I'm just like oh cool another person that's married and of course like fucking around like it was a whole thing where I didn't really trust a lot of people and maybe that's why because that like I kind of um put put aside having like maybe this guy is a good person like I never thought that of a person so that's why I think my hookups were all great because I never once was like maybe he'll really love me maybe he really likes me and that's why he's sleeping with me you know I was always just like yeah this is a fun time we're drunk and you know we I can have fun too no commitment like I feel like a lot of people in New York City have commitment issues it's so it was a whole thing so I like literally had no hope of you know being like if it happens it happens but I wasn't actively thinking about it no for and sure then, and um no but on that point then because i remember like we were talking about this you're like i could never you know th- you were telling me exactly what you said how you could never trust anyone how commitment uh, marriage none of that made any difference and everyone hooks up with everyone me on the inside i was like oh no like legina's like uh she's uh she's got a <laughs> complex or something because i mean uh, i know this happens but like i me personally will i just because i am like that like for me, when I commit, I commit, you know, and that's right. the thing. And I know there's other people like me. But on that mm-hmm. note, um, you are in a committed relationship now. You met mm-hmm. Rodrigo. Uh, you actually met oh. him not expecting actually to have a relationship with him the way you have no, now. So all. why don't you talk a bit about, tell me about that. Like, how how did you guys meet? So, actually? It's so funny because, like, he is actually a brother of one of my coworkers. And I was very close, like, close with that coworker which is now kind of my brother-in-law, I guess. (laughs) I mean, I'm not married, but we call each other that, you know, like jokingly, because we all still work together right now, (laughs) which is funny. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So he and I were like good friends, like at work, we're good friends at work. We like, it's not like we like went out separately ever together or anything, but we're good friends at work. And one day, like this guy shows up at work and they're like, they they keep talking with each other and I was just like who's that like and I was like Rafa who is that is that your brother like oh my god and he was so cute and I'm like oh he's so cute you guys are so cute and they were like keep butting heads and they're like fighting with each other in the on the floor like no this is how you do this this is how you do that and I was like wow that sucks working with a sibling but that's cool <laughs> like that <laughs> you brought him in and he was a cool guy he was very chill and instantly because that was a time when we were going out it was like before COVID time well actually it was a month before COVID time so it was a peak of my going out every single night and we were like yeah come out with us like we went to like karaoke bars and all of that and so we were doing that and I was like this is great he seems like and he I don't know if he was acting like that but his the first impression we all got like all the girls I think was like that guy is a fuck boy <laughs> we were like that's a fuck boy I see a fuck boy there he mm. would be a fun time with us like that's how we all saw it I feel like like the girls working together and mm-hmm. I did too I just assumed like oh he might be my next fun you know like fuck buddy you know at work and it would be fun flirting and I personally never had a problem with hooking up with someone at work and being awkward 
because probably because I didn't like pursue a relationship with those people, right. you know, because I like we I was never like, ooh, I want to date this person and I would like hook up with this person at work. No, I was always like, OK, if it's a fun time and I really like the person, I'll hook up and then it would both be mutual like that. But in this case, I don't know what happened. And it was like February when I met him and we started hooking up. And then he was like, not, he was very sweet and he was not a fuck boy. And I was very surprised. I remember being very surprised. And then I feel like my first, the first week we were together a lot. And I remember me like instantly kind of like worrying, you know, like, oh God, can I start a relationship right now? Like, what am I going to do with all my <laughs> other fuck buddies? Like, God, how do I solve this problem? Like, I don't know what to do, but I did like the guy too. He's like sweet. And really nice and not like a new york person i was like my first thing to ask him was like you're not a new york guy like where are you from this this does not happen when someone's like from new york or jaded in this new york lifestyle yeah but he was surprisingly he was here for like the same as me seven years six years and so i'm surprised Mm -hmm. he's like just a different breed i guess like some people are wired different which i think is like you you're like that too so yeah we do exist you know i I know and it's very (laughs) rare guys like really i I barely meet people like i did exist legina you're talking to the new yousef now (laughs) (laughs) he used to um no no no, but 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 i remember you we Uh were talking about rodrigo you had just started hooking up with him it was been a week or two and you're like you're telling me how i met him at that time yeah i met him the week you guys met and then um yeah, and I remember. I think no joke. It was the second or third time you guys had hooked up. You had spent the night at your mm-hmm. place. I think and, so. And you were like, I don't know what's going on. He's like really nice. He's very sweet to me, and like we have this great chemistry. Blah blah blah. And I was like, oh cool. And I was like, you just go with it. You know, go with the flow. You yeah. know what I mean? Like fuck it. Who cares? Like it 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 will work or it will not work. But just follow right. your heart. And then, um, but yeah, I remember you were you. I mean, mm-hmm. you were you were all about this guy. You were smitten. I was surprised, pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. And then COVID happened a few weeks later. (laughs) No, that was in March, right? So we shut down in March, which was like, I knew him for a month at that point. I knew him for a month and he lived in New Jersey. So it was more convenient for him to like come over a lot to my place. And then we worked together. So it was, that did happen like every few days a week. Mm -hmm. And then COVID happens. So literally like he moved in since COVID (laughs) and then we started living together which everyone also was very everyone that knew me was surprised also because they were like you in a relationship really (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then wow moving in like this is dangerous Legina don't do that like don't don't like moving but at that time it was kind of forced because of COVID also yeah and then a few months in I was just kind of like oh, you know what? I don't hate the guy. I live with, and also I've never, I never lived with people. So I, I lived in a studio yes, at the time. Oh, you mean I like a, a relationship? Oh. Okay. Yeah. Relationship wise? No. And then roommate wise too. Like the few years when I first started living in New York was the only time I lived with people because like, mm. I didn't really know what's going on in the city. In Korea, I always lived alone. So I was like, never used to living with people. And, um, and I lived with him and I was just like, okay he's not like a pig he's not dirty he's great I was like really surprised with all of the things happening and I'm just like yeah I don't hate the guy being with him like 24 7 especially during COVID it was like really 24 7 oh yeah yeah you guys are literally the only people who knew each other Uh, you know when I was living I was living in a townhouse with two other guys uh one of which I didn't like and would never live with him if 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 it was like a choice um and then the other guy who i ended up becoming good friends with but during those six weeks when it remember it was like intense lockdown we're yeah. talking may june Nothing. right i those were my best friends those two guys and even the guy I didn't like that much um you know it was like you guys are the only thing i have so i'm going to make you my best friends I mean, right. literally, I'm, I'm excited to hang out with you guys. Like, you know, like, let's be friends. <laughs> but but no, no, it's yeah, a different like, thing. Let's with... drink tonight. Like, Oh, one of them didn't do that shit at all. But like, oh, um, wow. yeah, mm-hmm. the other guy either. I was the only guy who drank and smoked all the time. Wow. Yeah. And then, uh, but anyways, that doesn't. 
yeah. that doesn't See, mean these are these are things though you know like i'm surprised that we had a lot of enough things in common to like be together and not be bored and we both drink we both you know we both like a uh, similar things and that's cool you know and for right sure. now and now we um at that time i was living in a studio and he moved in with me it was it was a big studio granted it was like a nice size studio for new york because it was like kind mm. of deep in brooklyn but that's when we started the podcast and that's like another reason i was too early in on the relationship when we started the podcast and i was a little bit can i say these things like can i in a studio while he's sitting next to me like can yeah. i talk about my hookups like it was a little i mean granted like now i can tell him anything like he i we have a very like open relationship com- communication wise you know so he wouldn't get like offended if I was talking about, you know, my hookups from before and everything. So, which is great also. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. And speaking of uh, Rodrigo, uh, I think um, he mentioned something that earlier he said that um, um, girls are attracted to guys who are already taken girls hit on guys who already have girlfriends, which you yeah. told me that earlier this week. And I, I completely uh-huh. agree. I, I agree, you know, Mm-hmm. like it's, like it's for, a crazy thing yeah like it is a crazy thing <laughs> and, and I, I think it uh when if you know i've been in obviously i've had girlfriends mm-hmm. and i've noticed it as well and i was always perplexed mm-hmm. i was always like mm-hmm. wait um when i was single like i've been single for like the last year year and a half two years yet mm-hmm. nothing happened and now that i'm dating this chick like you guys are like hanging out with me and like i'm getting mm-hmm. vibes like you do understand that like I can't I can't hook up with you because I'm with the so and so, you know what I mean? But oh, then yeah. I'm like, okay, I get it. I've read a few things, I've mm-hmm. seen a few videos, I get it. So the fact that like the guy is getting laid more often, that he thinks that like, you know, he's got his woman, he feels happy, he's content. When he hangs out with other girls who like, you know, are single or maybe not, um, mm-hmm he doesn't give off that needy vibe, that thirsty vibe. He doesn't Mm. give off that vibe. And he actually, yeah, the creepy vibe. And he only interacts with them in relation to what they're talking about, like cocktails, like, um, Mm. like uh, the news or like the homework you're working on. It's like, it's just about that because he is focused on that and not them. And then they're, they're confused. I think they're like, why isn't this guy like the rest trying to get in my pants? Okay, so you know what it is? I gotta because get this you guy. get treated like a human being. So you know what? Because it's not about say like when you and I met, we we drank, you had a girlfriend. Did I have a boyfriend at that time? No, I don't think I had a boyfriend, but so. but we talked until 6 a.m. And it was because it was a mutual, it wasn't like, oh, you're so beautiful. Like what you know, it was it wasn't that. It was just like we're genuinely talking about work, like you would talk with a guy friend, or yeah. I would talk with a girlfriend that I work with. Exactly the same, and I think that's important. Like I feel, I have, I have a few. I think I have a lot of guy friends that are not hitting on me that I'm not hitting on. I think that's the reason because we can talk as human beings and not being like thirsty with each other and not me not feeling like the second I get drunk, this guy's going to try to sleep with me or try to come home with me. And yeah. it's like, it's important. And the guy friends I have, I trust like that, you know, even if I'm mm-hmm. like wasted, I'm not expecting them to like take me home and like try to sleep with me when I'm passed out, you know? Yeah. Thing. No, yeah. that definitely like, you know what I mean? Like, like you say, when we met, I was in a committed relationship. It was towards the end of it on, on it. was on its last legs, but um, I am like, that you know like i until it's over i'm still in it so um but and then like i think we mentioned in one of our last podcasts how i was just hanging outside of our bar that we used to work at and i had never gone after to get a beer after or afterwards but then you showed up and no joke i was like looking at the bar because it was across the park and then i was like i'm gonna go there and you show up and you were literally excuse me you're literally like um what are you doing right now? And I'm like, I'm like, Oh, well, I was actually, uh, I was just going to go grab a beer. And you were like, Hey, can I join you? I was like, yeah. And then we went to a live bait and then, and then you're like, what's your deal? <laughs> I remember you were like, what's your deal? Do you have a girlfriend? And I was like, I do. and you're like, oh, okay. I'm like, what about you? No, blah, blah, blah. Okay. 
um oh i just you know i'm from korea yada 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 i'm like okay what do you do mm-hmm. like I, i think i asked you what do you do outside of the bar thing because that's always my question like like what uh, do you do outside right, because right. i know for me i'm just working to get the money so i can like right, do right. my music and i was like oh well i'm in bands and like you know and then that, that's where we connected you're like oh cool mm-hmm. oh, cool blah 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 and then yeah, uh yeah. yeah we just we just hung out that night mm-hmm. you know so that, that's important i think so after the whole COVID shutdown, um, I was with my boyfriend for months, right, without any of us working. And my main concern after that was this, like, the first month we were kind of in a relationship, you know, still working together. We were serious, serious. So I wasn't like, worried about him hooking up with other people or you know him being close with other girls like I wasn't and he was the same like was not worried about that about me and then we got into a serious relationship while during COVID and then when we start when things started opening up again that was my um I was a little worried because okay now we're going back to the restaurant industry (laughs) where I don't trust anyone by the way (laughs) yeah no no you shouldn't trust anybody I swear yeah (laughs) and you know I was thankful during COVID like I kind of got the chance to explain to my fuck buddies without having to be like hey I got a boyfriend shout like (laughs) I could it kind of died down a little during COVID and then at one point I think everyone like kind of knew I was in a relationship and if someone asked like hey we should meet up I would tell them and which was like a great gradual you know slide into a serious relationship for me um but I was worried about oh if we get back into the service industry this is like hooking up and all that's gonna happen and surprisingly until now we're good also like uh, my boyfriend works at a bar where it's half a model studio. So the clientele is like all models and stuff. So, you know, I might like would feel a little threatened, you know, it's like, oh, all these beautiful girls there. Um, What's the point of this story, Yusuf? I think <laughs> the point I of it- Oh, is, and um... that's when, yes, he was telling me like, ooh, a lot of girls, I feel like hit on you more when they know that you have a girlfriend or they sense, you know, I agree 100. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, I've I've noticed, I've noticed that as well. I think mm-hmm. you know, but you have to. I think it only works if you yourself are like, because I think that the girls. This is also mm-hmm. like based on stuff of what I've read. The girls think that okay, he's with a girl. He's got a committed relationship. I can do. I don't know who this girl is. I've never seen her, but I can do better. Mm-hmm. I can be the one who mm-hmm. he chooses because he thinks he's found the one, like the one, the 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 woman. You know, uh, oh. I, I can be that woman. I I want to get satisfaction to know that I'm the woman who takes him away from his woman. That gives him a kick. What the fuck? Okay, that's horrible. Because then how it do is you horrible. know that another girl is not going to do that to your man? It's horrible. Once you get him, like that's why cheating relationships never. Work. You know those relationships when like they're both cheating on each other. Like no, they're both cheating on their others and they meet and then they start dating like that never works out because like no no the whole relationship started with distrust you know? you know what absolutely and um in many ways so my long-term relationship that i was in for six mm-hmm. and a half years mm-hmm. i've never cheated on a girl before never mm-hmm. that's how that relationship started though like oh, wow. i i Wait, that doesn't make sense either <laughs> I never cheated on a girl, but that's how the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What I'm trying to say is that, like, uh, when I was dating, when I started dating the girl who I was dating for six and a half years, mm-hmm. um, it had started by me already being in a relationship, running into this girl, her knowing I was in a relationship, and then, mm-hmm. and then us ended up throughout a period of weeks hooking up, and uh, but not the first night. You know, it was a crazy night. She definitely wanted me to like you know, take her home. But like, I was like, no, like, you know, like yeah. I, I was like, what the hell? Like, I'm in a relationship. You know, this yeah. I've told you. And, mm-hmm. uh, and yet you're still like throwing yourself so at me. That doesn't stop anyone for shit. That's why I don't <laughs> right? trust people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with alcohol. Yes. Uh, but it also depends on the person. It really does. It really does. Not everyone. I do believe mm-hmm. not everyone is, is like this. It's just, 
-hmm. sometimes people can't control it so anyways um that relationship then after Mm -hmm. a while i dumped that one and i went with that one why the one that i started dating for six and a half years why because well she was a hotter piece of ass and um i really wasn't about no no no, (laughs) hold on hold on wait 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 wait. let me rephrase she was a great person come on like yeah wait (laughs) she was she so the one that i was dating Um, before I had met when I was at a very low point in my life. And, and then when I was like very depressed and I, you know, she was just a girl that was around and I was like, okay, well, I guess we'll be together. You're my girlfriend. I got up from that depression and I was like, you're my girlfriend. Huh? And then I was like, and I met this other girl who man, like you met her, uh, She's she is a wild kid. She's a wild child. She's a party girl. Now she's older, but like when I first met her, she was insane. And you know what? Not that, to mention, okay, she's that, smart. She's a lawyer, right? Very smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very smart. <Beep. laughs> very tra- well traveled. Dresses very nice. She's <laughs> crazy. She can get crazy. And you know what? I saw that side to her, and I was like, man, this one, this one, I gotta get with this mm. one. And, uh, and I was, I got, I was with that one for six and a half years. So, um, it depends on the person. It really does. Um, so I was taken, I have, I was taken, you, yeah, I was taken. Okay. No, I was going to say, I have two friends that continuously remind me good people, exist in this world. well now plus my boyfriend so like three people in my life continuously trying to convince me that two people that you know because i am okay you're out I am no longer that guy <laughs> you're out okay yeah. no but like you know they keep saying to me you know like one of my friends is like Gina, not everyone is like that like you gotta you know have trust in people <laughs> i'm still like nope like just for instance look at my job look at my work like, I think everyone is married and I think, every, okay, I shouldn't say that, but <laughs> no, everyone I work with is amazing and great, uh, but service industry in New York City in general, just like in general, everyone is married and everyone is fucking each other is what I see. Yeah. And <laughs> no, absolutely. You, you, my boyfriend and one other friend that I have, the three of you are the only people that are like, no, come on. Like, it's not like that everywhere. There's there are good people and i'm yeah, just like yeah. give give me one couple that is married very happy never cheated on each other well marriage is another um, thing marriage is another thing maybe we can talk about this in the next okay. episode but right. i'm sorry but you, like i think that like pick like you find me a couple that like uh, is happily married Honestly, I think it's like one in 20, one. Uh, okay, fine. One in 10, because I swear to God, you ask anybody in that marriage, mm-hmm. they're like, don't get married. Don't get married, please. Like that's horrible. I think. Yes, I I, I agree. You know, it's yeah. terrible. It's like, like, why get married if you don't want to be in it? It's so crazy. I think it's a crazy concept. It's a crazy concept, maybe a concept for the next episode, mm-hmm. but that's something that maybe we can talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do believe that like this culture uh, and here I am talking about it. I think that this culture is like, oh, get married, find the one. Oh, you're together forever. And it's just like, what? Like, you know, like, yeah. I, 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 yes, I am Muslim. Okay. Like by, by culture, by whatever. And I, I disagree with a lot of it. And I'm, mm-hmm. I don't follow a lot of it. I do agree though, with the four wives, you should marry four wives. <laughs> I, you know, it's because dude, one wife is wives. giving you a, a headache. <laughs> The other one is insane. This one's nice and cooks a lot. So you're going to hang out with this one. And then this one is crazy sex. Giving beast. you a head. This one <laughs> gives, you, giving you a headache. One gives you a head. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh my God, that's horrible. But, <laughs> but I want see? four wives too, though. <laughs> yeah. Four wives. You know, it makes sense. But, um, no, but okay. I, okay. I, I'm going to finish this segment of our speech, of our talk with. Yeah. I think there is hope, ladies and gentlemen, everyone out there looking for love. Don't get too caught up on like the one because I don't think that exists. I think it's a mutual effort constantly. It's not like happy couples never fight. That's a weird thing. If someone's like, I'm so happy, we never fight. 
that means you're not fucking communicating with each other. It doesn't make sense that you don't fight. Like yeah. you, you're, we're human being. We have little things that tick us off that gets us angry. Everyone does, you know, no one is an angel. I don't think. And no, it's I just agree. like good communication is what a good relationship is, I think. And I guess there is hope. I've been in one now for a little over a year, which is very like, wow, for myself too. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then I kind of want to switch gears, I guess. To yes, but next... hold on. Okay. Yes. No, Yusuf, sorry. So, so what's uh, very important too, yes, clear mm-hmm. communication, absolutely. But you also have to be sexually attracted to your partner. Oh, you, have to, you have to be, you have to find them hot because at mm-hmm. when, when everything's going wrong, when you're from a guy's perspective, when you're like, um, you know, you're fighting, blah, blah, blah. But when you wake up in the morning, you look to your left or right, you see a hot piece of ass. Like you, you or you know that like your your wife or your partner is, is a hot, hot big dick, a hot big <laughs> dick. Like you're it's like, OK, let's make this work. You know, like I want to, to keep riding this dick. And therefore, I need, to, <laughs> and I need. And okay, I, wait, 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 wait. That that might be a little toxic. Come on, like, don't stay with the guy just for a big dick, though. <laughs> no, absolutely not. And you shouldn't. And the same goes for guys. You should right. not. Um, uh-huh. You know, you should not just be like, oh, she's hot. Oh, I'm gonna like, you know, just. Right, right. No, no, you shouldn't. But no. I'm just saying that it helps. Yeah, no, that's true. Of course, of course. No, you have to. Absolutely. Like, how are you, you gonna date to. in the first place if you're not sexually attracted to someone? Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Now, on that note, <laughs> Regina, we are wrapping up this episode, but uh, I got I got a, a question to ask you. So, all right, Regina, you have committed a crime. You're in jail. It's such a bad crime that you're actually on death row, and you're going to be executed tomorrow. Now, okay, you have one last meal. What is it going to be? Oh, and mm-hmm. you also have. Mm-hmm. one last fuck who oh, is wow. it who is very it? generous prison here <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah no they know who you are you're legina from the generous podcast they know you <laughs> they know how you roll now um who is it you know who it can be a celebrity whatever whatever it is that's so hard um i mean I'm going to set some rules here because it's going to be boring if it's just like me right now, I went to jail (laughs) and they give me this option. Like, of course, I'm going to fuck my boyfriend. So I'm going to set these rules. Is it right now? Like, is it right now? Did I just get like, I'm going to jail right right now? Let me elaborate more. You've committed a bad crime. Rodrigo, Uh he has stuck by your side. But after five years, he has, he, 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 you know what? (laughs) He has oh, given up five years later. Okay. He has given up. He has found a new okay. woman. He has kids with her. He has forgot about you. You are alone. Oh, wow. You have a meal and one fuck. Who is it? Oh my God. Is it only one? So I can choose one person and I can choose anyone. Um, okay, fine. Since you are Legina from Degenerates and the jailers, <laughs> they know you. They're like, what do you want for your last sexual experience? You know what? <laughs> This is so difficult. I want food, food. Let's start with food. Oh, food. Okay. Food. Okay. Food. I know food. I definitely want, um, a homemade meal from my mom that would, whatever it is. I don't care. Like I love my mom's cooking. It might not be the greatest for other people, but for me, it's like, I grew up eating that. I like, I love it. I can go home. If I stay at home, this is why if I go home, stay at home, I become a pig. Like I get so fat when I'm at home, even for a week, you can tell like the difference because my mom feeds me morning to night and that would be my last meal. Like, I don't even care what food. It would probably be like Korean comfort food, but that would be. What about you? You know what? I am nodding and I'm smiling because when I first thought about this question, Mm -hmm. that is also my answer. Wow. I swear, I wasn't going to yeah. mention it. I wasn't going to mention it because like, that's so oh, stupid. Wow. Oh, your mom's cooking. Oh, ha, ha, ha. No, no, no. But it's true. It's like, yeah. like I remember they asked Anthony Bourdain, what last food uh-huh. do you have? He said some shit like, because I love Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, he said some shit like bone marrow shit. I was like, 
bone marrow like what the fuck what, what kind of stuck up yeah, motherfucker are you yeah you know what i mean i mean i love anthony bourdain i'm very mm. sad that he took his own oh, life yeah, I, I really i'm really mad about that because i really looked up mm. to him um mm. but i was like my last meal would be like this chicken dish that my mom makes or or whatever my mom wants to make because it's like yeah whatever she I, wants to make this is just what i grew up with my childhood and and it's yeah. just like it just i just fucking loved it so when you mentioned that because i was like oh the gina's probably gonna mention some shit about some i don't know some restaurant or maybe some whatever. ribeye steak or something yeah so yeah but but then so my my so in preparation to that after uh-huh. your thing i was gonna say the next best thing if my mom can't cook it is uh, a cheeseburger at a bar with an IPA. Oh, I would, I would just if my mom that would, that would hit the spot. Yeah. Couldn't cook it, then I'm like, all right, fine. I'll just have a uh, Irish pub. I'll go to an Irish pub, mm-hmm. and I want a cheeseburger with an IPA. Yeah. Mm. See, I would, I wouldn't know what I would want if, like, say, my mom didn't exist or like my mom didn't make it or something. I don't even know what no. I would want. Yeah. I was I, I could have like maybe I would just, you know, for the fuck of for the sake of fucking with the prison or the people that put me in jail, I would just be like the most expensive dish in the world. Like it's <laughs> gotta go from this restaurant in France. I want it. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it wouldn't be like you know, it wouldn't satisfy that like last meal thing. I feel like, yeah. you know, that's, it's just sad. And that's yeah. sad. <laughs> it is. Okay. And now who would Speaking you Speaking of, oh God. Five seconds. I, okay. Uh, I would ask for, <laughs> how much time do I get? <laughs> one second. Fucking... That's it. Uh, oh, no. No, only a meal. That's it. You only get a meal. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. How much time do I get for the session for the fuck session? Oh, I mean, you got like a, at least six hours to execution time. So oh, you can God. have like okay. six hours. Hey, can I get the whole Avengers team in? Because <laughs> <laughs> tag teaming, you know, they'll high five each other on the way out. You go next, go next. All the girls included. I love all of them. Like, you know, like Scarlett Johansson. Woo. I would love that. And then uh, plus one person from the DC universe is going to be Jason Momoa. Aquaman. <laughs> He'll be the finale. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Yeah. Iron Man going in, <laughs> coming out. Captain America going with your hot ass. <laughs> tag team, tag team. And they're like, who are you? You're from DC. I don't know. She called like, me in. I'm Batman. <laughs> like, Batman, come, Batman tagging in. <laughs> <laughs> I All would right. definitely do that. I have a full six hours. Come on. Like I'll have like 12 people. <laughs> six hours. Wow. <laughs> like you gave me six hours. Like I don't want to spend too much time with, with one person. You know, I'd be too fangirling. You know, I have to like go in and out. In and out. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. And like Jason Momoa, by the way, is amazing. I don't know if he's a crazy dude. And I don't know if like ever I can have a relationship with him like if I think of it in that sense it's a whole different thing you know but yeah. you're just saying like it's your last fuck right yeah it's so, your last fuck wow well, Jason well. Momoa would be amazing because I've seen interviews where he like people when he got the role of Aquaman people are like hey like you know how to swim did you learn how to swim for Aquaman He's like I'm from Hawaii dude like his <laughs> his responses are like how do you how did you stay fit uh how did you get fit for Aquaman he'd be like I fuck a lot like that's his response and i'm just really like, oh, i love him <laughs> dude that guy likes metal he loves pantera i'm a yeah. pantera fan and yeah. uh and uh I, he, that... he throws axes he's like piratey jewelry he like wow he's crazy that, is that crazy. dude is crazy <laughs> yeah, absolutely okay what about you who would be your last fuck oh man i can't top that shit like you know like Avengers. <laughs> like what the fuck i'm ah. this what being a nerd hap- like this <laughs> being a nerd this happens like, also okay. i'm a big fangirl of like everything so i think that okay well yeah. in comparison to you mm-hmm. okay i have one last fuck it's Catherine zeta jones Back in the time of Zorro, when she was playing Zorro, 
Oh yeah. Raw, raw dog for six hours, just me and her. Oh God. Yes. Peace. I'm out. Now you can electrocute me. Thanks, Michael Douglas. Now you have a kid that's, you know, gonna have that looks like me. <laughs> can you imagine? It's like you six hours there, me Avengers. And I'm like, you know, I'm better off dead now. Bye. <laughs> like, yeah, you're so tired. You're so tired. You got come on your face. You're like, uh, okay. I just want to die. Kill just me kill me, please. <laughs> oh, oh man. God. All right. Well, on that note, hey, that um, yo, we are the, the, the degenerates. Um, we got a website, uh, degeneratesnymp.com. We also have an Instagram. Which is what's the Instagram, Regina? Same thing, Degenerates NYMP, uh, YouTube, Degenerates NYMP. You could email us at Gmail, uh, same, Degenerates NYMP at gmail.com. We are on iTunes. We're on iTunes. Wherever you okay, wherever you listen to our web, our podcast, uh, which at this point is just, um, I guess the iTunes because we're not on Spotify yet. Please, 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 please leave us a five-star rating. A five-star rating goes a long, long way for us, helps us get up on the ranks. We really appreciate it. If you want to go the extra mile, then please write a positive five-star review. Write a review. <laughs> Tell us why you love the show. Just write it. Let us know. Uh, let the people know. And tell your friends. Tell your friends. It helps the show grow. And we really appreciate it. Thank you. We want to do, we want to do a lot of fun things, right? we do and we will <laughs> we will we we, uh, as as the weeks and the months go by this podcast is only going to get better and we're going to do bigger and better things so uh every week we're going to release one of these once a week um please tune in next week this has been a good one Legina. on that note i'm going to say peace out bye bye